Welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Greg Meehan. Um, to start out with, uh, can you kind of just give, give a synopsis of how you felt about the Pac-12 championships and then kind of those next couple weeks after that, you know, what, what was that like for you and the team? Sure. Um, yeah, Pac-12s, uh, I thought were, were um, pretty indicative of kind of how our season was uh, progressing. You know, we were never usually very good in the fall, and that's just kind of our shtick. Um, we're just, I think because we start school later, we, you know, don't really focus much on speed in the fall. So we're just kind of training. Mm -hmm. And um, that usually doesn't lend itself to very fast performances in the fall, and that's, we're okay with that. Um, but felt as though we had really sort of started to progress well through our Pac-12 dual meets. It's just kind of, we have the same schedule every year, and you just, it's kind of, it's, it's just such a well-known process, um, both for us as, as coaches, but then also for, um, for our athletes. And so, um, you know, as we got to Pac-12s, we weren't very good the first night, uh, 800 free relay and Florida medley relay. I thought we were a little flat. We were still pretty flat Thursday morning, Thursday night. Friday morning kind of started getting rolling. And then Friday night, Saturday morning, and Saturday night, I thought we were awesome. And, um, you know, that... I think just kind of goes to show that we were preparing for the next thing. Um, you know, for the small handful that was ready to go, I thought they performed really well. Um, but we had a group of, you know, 12 to 14 that had either posted times already or we felt would, would post a time that would hold up just by throwing on a racing suit. Uh, Cause that's also something we don't do very much. Um, and so you know, just kind of, that was a pretty good sign of, of where we were and where we were headed. Um, and so, you know, you kind of, we walked away from Pac-12s feeling really good about what was coming up in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, if you just kind of look at some of our results over the last few years, we have definitely been a team that's gotten better uh, from conference meet to NCAAs. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that obviously kind of halted quickly. Um, mm -hmm. We, you know, you could see it coming, right? Like that Tuesday, it's like, oh man, you know, we're probably in a situation where they're still going to have the meet, but there's probably not going to be any spectators to, I'm not sure if they're going to have the meet to, we're definitely not having the meet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then that official word came down on, um, on Thursday. And for us out here, that was early enough where um, it was prior to our afternoon practice. So uh, we had a, a team meeting that afternoon um, with our full squad and uh, for a couple that had uh, had left already because um, at that point they had put classes online and we had a couple that were um, uh, that hadn't made the meet so they were going to go home and then fly out to Athens to, to be there to watch our team uh, so they kind of FaceTimed in but we had everybody there for that meeting and um, you know, much the same, I'm sure, as, as everybody else. It was um, a really hard day. Uh, probably the most intense meeting I've ever been a part of. And um, that intenseness coming from, you know, the, the emotion and the sadness for our team not to kind of finish what they started. And more specifically for our seniors, um, you know, as, as the other seniors across the country, that's a hard thing to process as a you know, 21, 22 year old. So, um, yeah, that's, that was kind of like how that, that whole little stretch transpired until that Thursday when we, we canceled the meet. 
meet was canceled. Yeah. Have, have, have you as a, uh, 40 something year old man, <laughs> you know, been, been able to process that. that One, I appreciate loss. you Coleman for saying 40 something. So <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you, you took a little bit of a guess. You were a little hesitant, but I appreciate you for, you know, for going there. Um, Definitely. It, it, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to process for our staff. Um, you know, much same as our team. Like we, we pour ourselves into this process. And um, I think what made that meeting so emotional is, you know, these people are people that you spend a lot of time with. And um, especially as a, as a women's only program, you know, we've got 21 people uh, plus our pros that we spend every day with. And, you know, you, you love them and they're an extension of your family. And so to see them in such a state of sadness uh, it's hard, you know, to, to kind of see them hurting that much. And so it makes it more difficult, I think, to process, uh, even as an adult. Um, and, you know, for us as coaches, there will be, hopefully, <laughs> there will be future Pac-12 meets and future NCAA championships and, and certainly future Olympic trials and Olympic games. But, you know, for that group, that was the last opportunity for that special group uh, to compete. And I think that's the hardest part to kind of not not see that uh, all the way through um, and uh, not have our seniors kind of finish what they started here four years ago, which has been a pretty impressive run. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I guess um, moving forward, are, are you, is anyone on the team able to swim right now? No, everybody's, uh, all our college kids are home um, mm -hmm. or at other people's homes. Um, you know, they, um, once the meet was canceled that Thursday, I would say by Sunday, most everybody was gone. Um, we had a small group that was still here and that was the group that was going to uh, head out to Colorado Springs after the NCAA championships. Mm -hmm. Um, so they were kind of waiting around to see what was going to happen. Cause at that point we thought maybe we'd still be able to go to the Springs um, and then that kind of fell through. And so we did a couple of local pools because at that point Stanford had closed. Mm -hmm. We were one of the, the earlier facilities for sure to close. Um, and so it was, it was the right time for people just to go home and be with family, um, to make sure that they're prioritizing health and, um, yeah, and they've been home since. And I don't think that anybody out there has access to a pool. Most are just kind of doing hikes and walks and trying to do some dry land in their house. Um, as are their coaches. <laughs> so I think I've done more sit-ups and, and crunches in the last 10 days than I've done in the last 10 years. <laughs> so just trying to fill some time, you know? Right. Yeah. So how, you know, what is your day-to-day -day looking like now as, as a head coach, as a parent? I know you're the chef for the family. Yeah. Um, you know, what, how, how is your role, how have your roles shifted? Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been different. Um, mm -hmm. We're trying to keep the kids, so our, our oldest is 15, our youngest is 12. We're trying to keep them on some kind of a schedule, as, as most parents are. Um, their school isn't doing any online stuff, so they have, um, they just have assignments that they have to work on. So okay. uh, my wife put together a little schedule of like, okay, from here to here, you're going to do schoolwork, and then you're going to do um, some kind of workout, either like through, you know, an app or uh, we'll, we'll go outside and, um, my oldest plays baseball and the youngest is doing some football and stuff. So we're 
just kind of throwing the ball around trying to stay active. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of killing time and then they've got the rest of their day. Like, so then it's, they kind of hunker down in the room and they play video games as teenage boys are, are prone to do. Yeah. Um, you know, but for us, it's a lot of hunkering down. We did go to the store today. That was kind of a big road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> we needed some stuff, but, uh, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, do what we can to follow protocols of the, of the community and, um, you know, just sort of ride out the storm. Yeah. Do you, so are the, are the, do you have contact with the college students, with the postgrads? Um, are you coaching in any capacity still? No, um, the, from a college perspective, we're, um, just, trying to get on to uh zoom or we have a group me chat but then we we had our first zoom call on sunday um and it was great just to see their faces um and with all of the staff uh from our director of ops through our volunteer and tracy and i and our sports performance coach and so um it was fun just to kind of do that and we have set up a weekly uh call now so we're gonna do it every sunday it's just a great way to kind of catch up and hear how everybody's doing um ella has been down in southern california for um the last 10 days Uh, she's been down there um and then katie and simone are still here in town there's someone in a little backyard pool um you know just trying to do what they can to kind of have the water be therapeutic really in a lot of ways um not really training per se but um you know it's been it's been good for them to kind of have a little something in their schedule and they're able to do that because it's a backyard pool they're able to do that with kind of checking all the the boxes for social distance and all that stuff so we'll see how long that holds up we're going to take a break here at some point um just trying to get a little sense of um what the big picture plan is, you know, like what the new schedule is from the IOC. And then from that, then we'll start to, to kind of plan out uh, more of an extended break. Cause I think it'd be real hard. Even if facilities open back up tomorrow, you wouldn't go from now through next summer without taking some kind of break or we wouldn't, you know, I think right. that's for us, I think that kind of reset is important. So we're just trying to figure out when that is. And once we get word from the IOC and, um, and then U.S. Swimming Steering Committee can kind of map out the <laughs> the um, schedule for trials and everything else. Then we'll then as as coaches we'll take a step back and have conversations with with our pros and our undergrads just on like okay here's here's what it looks like this is how we're gonna go about it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I I've I've seen your office with the the four year calendars. You know, yeah. you have you have your plan completely mapped out. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure a lot of coaches do, especially ones in your position who have postgraduates who who are Olympic hopefuls. Um, How do you think? And I know you just said, you know, obviously the IOC hasn't given details yet on when trials are going to be, when the Olympics are going to be. But how do you foresee kind of um, plans changing? You know, because a four-year plan is, you know, this kind of throws a wrench in everyone's right. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, somebody had asked, uh, uh, Karen Kraus, I think it was from the New York Times, was asking okay. about like, you know, what's a, what is a positive thing that you can uh, kind of learn from this experience? I don't know if there's too many positives, but um, we're going to have to, we're going to have to really adopt here to, uh, to a new plan and, and mm. be flexible in terms of what we're, um, you know, kind of the, what has been so historically like mapped out 
we've got to be able to adjust from that and come up with something new in a shorter period of time. Um, so I just think the biggest, the biggest domino to fall is really just going to be the schedule. Once that is set for the games and trials and pro swim meets and U.S. Open and our college season and all that stuff, then it's going to be a little bit easier just to, okay, I, I, now I can, you know, I can kind of map that out. Um, and I don't think it's as simple as you just hit repeat on this past year. Um, you know, I think this, this last year had a plan, right, with it, with it ending in, in August, hopefully, uh, with the Olympic Games. But I think the, the um, opportunity to have a little bit longer runway into next year um, might change that a little bit. And so that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about and looking into is just like, we always have a little bit of a break in August and we kind of start, um, start the progression towards the summer at the very end of August, beginning of September. And, and now like we may start that progression July one, you know, we may be six weeks longer. Um, if, you know, if things calm down. Uh, so it's just, a, you know, having some, some multiple things in play and, and then just going with the flow of what is recommended from, you know, the who and CDC and, and certainly the administration. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think the writing was on the wall for, for the Olympic postponement for quite a while. Um, but did you, you know, as a head coach of the women's Olympic team, did you have an initial reaction to that or, you know, do you have an opinion on that? For sure. I, um, have been really supportive of the postponement and I, I say that with all sensitivity, right? Because one, the, there's a much larger thing going on outside of sports. And so uh, our comments are very sort of focused and myopic on athletics. But I think as you take a step back, we're all understanding there's a much larger global crisis going on. Um, and the numbers are certainly showing that here in the States and that things aren't, aren't trending in a good direction. Um, but you know, it was pretty amazing to sort of watch the um, anxiety and stress of our uh, of our athletes with the as the uncertainty grew, the the stress levels and anxiety grows. And to think about a three, four, five, six, maybe longer week process of uncertainty is not healthy. And that's as much where some of that uh, was coming from for me personally as anything else was just the idea of we need some, we need some clarity to help sort of ease everybody's angst. Um, and so I was, I was definitely in favor of, of the, the letter that uh, Tim Hinchy sent to the USOPC. I, I applaud him for his leadership and taking a strong stance and staying on mission. Um, and so I just, I'm, I'm very supportive of that. At the same time, I'm also sensitive to the fact that, you know, there were there are athletes that um, are are nearing the end of their careers, and uh, this postponement is going to affect them more than maybe an eighteen year old. And uh, you know that they're whether or not they're going to continue to press forward for another year and stay in the sport. And I certainly hope they do, but I don't. You know, I, I think it's important that we also are sensitive to that and and understanding that this is hard for some or harder for some than it is for others. You know, even for, for us, as we kind of have our plan and, and, and um, you know, our pros and our, our Olympic hopefuls have kind of been on this path. Um, 
I, I can take a step back and say, uh, regardless of how good they were going to swim in the summer, which I felt confident about how they were doing, I know they're going to be better a year from now. But I think there are some other challenges in place for some of our athletes that were nearing the end of their careers. And so, um, you know, I'm, I think we're all empathetic to that and, um, and certainly hope that they uh, can kind of take a small break and, and get back to it and um, continue to make Team USA better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, so have, have given, given all this time alone or sorry, time at home. Um, yes. you're not alone. Uh, alone right now, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have, Have you had time to kind of reflect personally on maybe, you know, either looking back or moving forward, just kind of, you know, we, we've all gotten a lot of time like you said it's just killing time and yeah. have you you've, have you gotten an opportunity to take some positives away from this just you as a person not necessarily you as a coach uh you know certainly i mean the my world has has absolutely flipped on its head um mm. in this last little stretch i was set to leave for ncas on um whatever that sunday was march 15th and uh, was not going to return home until after the Mission Viejo Pro Swim Meet. So it was about okay. five weeks door yeah. to door. And, and now I'm probably home for five weeks. Right. So <laughs> that is a positive for sure. Um, and that, you know, that kind of trip is, is a bit of an anomaly. You haven't quite done a trip that long before. Um, and you know, my family was going to come out to NCAAs and then they were going to come out to Colorado Springs for a couple of days in the middle of the camp. So it, it wasn't going to be five weeks without seeing my family, but it was going to be five weeks away from home and it was going to be a lot of time without them. Um, and this is, you know, I think part of the, the thing that maybe folks don't see about the sacrifices that not that the coaches make, but that the families of the coaches make um, in, in helping support uh, our athletes. And so I went from that to being hunker down for five weeks and it's been really nice getting to spend time, more time with the kids and with Tess. Um, you know, we just, it's, it's a lot of watching TV and playing games, playing card games or board games um, with the four of us. Or like I said earlier, just even, um, you know, one of the things I've really enjoyed as a parent is just like having catch with the kids. And so, it's been harder and harder to have catch because my 15 year old's a, a lot older and stronger now. Um, but it's still, it's still been fun to do that. So that's kind of one of the things that, that for sure I'm going to be um, in all of this sadness, I am going to appreciate that part. And that's time that you can never, you can never replace. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Any, any closing thoughts you have? No, I, I just, um, you know, for all the summers out there that are uh, nervous or uncertain about the future, even even though this is now, you know, the, the IOC statement at least has, has come out and that the games are going to be postponed. And I think it's time to um, take a break and similarly uh, enjoy time with uh, family and friends at six feet apart. Um, and, uh, you know, just really minimizing risk and prioritizing um, you know, the, the time that you can spend with your, with your family. So I think if we can all, um, you know, get better through that, uh, then that'll be one thing that, that will come out of this, uh, stronger. So thanks for having me on Coleman. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Greg. I appreciate you giving the time.